Hello and welcome to episode 23 of the Creative Listening Podcast, Michael Jordan Supported. Um, yeah, I know sports stuff. Look at me, Murad. <laughs> he supported I, Okay. Well, it's his number. Got wow. It. <laughs> when I played baseball, I wanted Michael Jordan's baseball number. It's 45. So just let you know that. That's what I think of sports. Um, I am Chris Berkheimer, and apparently I hate America because I hate sports. Um, and you can follow us on Twitter at Created Listen. And with me today is not Luke Laris. See? And now Luke's around. He's just not on mic right now. And we have Murad. Howdy, y'all. Who's been joining us frequently. And Ian is here. I'm a male. Yes. And the return of some music. She got her own theme music. Meredith is back. I'm a female. She's no a female. Way. We have. Yay! No way. Yay! Estrogen! It's, it's diverse. Um, yes. Meredith is back from her long trip to nowhere. Yes. Uh, no, she went to Haiti. I did. And, yeah. So cool. Yeah. I know. Love um, it. This is kind of part of a two-parter. What's up? Oh, part of a two-parter of our summer party, and we're gonna be man. We're just gonna party so, for. We're gonna release these episodes separately. I think twenty-two and twenty-three, but we're we're having one big party today, party. and it exists out of outside of time. I'm not gonna tell you when it was. Mm-hmm. So by the time you hear this, it'll already it'll be gone. Nope. You by the time it. You by the it. time you hear this, I'll be in another country on the other side of the world. Yay! So, um, and we want to talk a few movies before we get to some other stuff. Um, on this episode, we're going to talk just a handful of movies and some more rest development. And um, we're going to talk – I think I'll save what movie we're going to talk about is our choice for like ultimate comedy party, I guess. <laughs> what would you call it, Ian? Yeah, that's pretty good. Okay. Uh, I'd say – yeah, with all your friends. But at the it. end of this episode, uh, something else we're going to provide is I've been wanting to do a thing where we talk about how to watch a movie, how to read a book, and how to listen to an album. And so at the end of this episode, I promise it won't be boring. We're going to share our different opinions on should you, for example, read only paperback, or is it okay to read a book on a tablet? And um, how Questions to read how to read life. comics? What kind of music do you listen to when you read? Should you have your phone out at you know when you're watching a movie at the home? We that just kind of named stuff. we just named a first world yeah. problem. We did. Yeah. Uh, oh. It's pretty much all going to be first world problems. Yeah. It's section three of today. And I think we all have very different but opinions on all of them. We that. do. Yeah. Um, not to give anything away, but one of us still listens to vinyl. Yeah. Yes. That. What? And it's the best ever. <laughs> Who is it? <laughs> pretty cool. Um, we wonder. But let's talk s- some movies and TV. <laughs> first, I finished Arrested Development on season four on Netflix. And I believe Ian is the only other person that I has done that. It. Yeah, um, Ian. Now that you've seen everything, uh, what do you rate it? Just give me your quick review. I rate it in when it was over. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was over for me. Yeah. To be honest, I didn't. I I saw. I liked. It was hilarious. Let's not spoil too much, but the the final scene was a little boring. Yeah. Uh, it was really, very anticlimactic. For yeah, me. it was. Yeah. It was. But on on. Scale of one to ten, ten being I'd watch it through again. Uh-huh. Uh, I'd say a good seven, just because it's okay. uh, just because it's funny. It's funny, it. and it's always Arrested Development has always had um, rewarded people for re- yeah. repeat viewings. Um, but it got some of the Job episodes got pretty dark uh, to where I don't even know like yeah. when I'm supposed to be laughing and when I'm supposed to be like this is awful yeah. for a person to go through these things it's a different kind of funny now and yeah it's a different kind of funny they they got off the leash since they're on Netflix so we talked about this before 
Um, but I did want to mention, though, in, in one of the last episodes, they went back to the college and were doing the um, the fake block. Yeah. Facebook. Did you notice they had a lot of twins come in and vote? Yeah. Uh, whether or not. Did you get that joke? Because it took me a while. Like, it was three days later no, that I, I started. They were making jokes about Facebook and they had all these twins around. Does anybody? It was, it was because of uh, the so Somebody said it. Social net. My wife said it, I think. The social network. Because in the movie, the social network, the two kind of villains to oh, no. the guy who made Facebook, um, Mark Zuckerberg, are twins. Oh, right. So they have oh, okay. all these twins come in and vote and be like, why do you hate twins, man? Oh. So just, and I was like, that was a real subtle joke. But it was It was pretty funny. It was one of those things where... Yeah, that went right over. A, a few days later, it was like I caught the flavor again. You know, I was like, oh, I get it now. Yeah. Um, so... But overall, um, there was a maybe episode that was way too long. It was like thirty-five minutes. Do I don't even maybe remember the that. daughter. Yeah, it it was um, it was way too long. And maybe has always been probably the most boring character. Yeah. I think we would all agree. The um, one episode I liked her in was the "Marry Me." Marry Me. Yeah, but oh. and that only works because those clips are like twenty seconds when she's yeah. doing that. A whole episode with maybe I couldn't. Yeah, um, no. Um, Actually, no. I remember now, that now. Yeah. About. I want to say about three-fourths of the way through, though, there is an episode that focuses on the mom where she's like real housewives of Orange County Penitentiary, white-collar penitentiary or whatever, and it's like a reality show. That was pretty oh, funny. Oh, yeah. And there was a lady the- there named China Garden who ran yeah. the, the Chinese mafia. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, her cousin can help you out, Olive. And then later she <laughs> goes, uh, Lucille needs to get money from Olive Garden. And she goes, you can't just walk in here asking for yeah. free bread from Olive Garden. <laughs> And That's I was like, so That's hilarious. That was pretty that good. That was pretty funny. Um, we have, I said we're partying today. Some people are hanging out. Um, so, yeah, overall. It was I, still, I mean, it was still it, Arrested Development, It was still though. good. It just, for me, seasons one and two are so much better than seasons three and four. Um, yeah. And like I said before, it's like compare. I'm comparing it to other Arrested Development. If I compare it to other comedies, it still stands way out yeah. to me. Um, moving on. Uh, we have Murad, I believe Murad and Meredith are two of the only people here who have seen Monsters U. So, Meredith, you want to go first? People haven't heard from you in a while. I know, so it's been so long. Hi, Share people. with us about Monsters U. Okay, honestly, as a prequel, I loved it. Okay. For me, it did everything I needed it to do, and I really hadn't come up with the story of how they got there. So I was okay with them taking the creative liberties that they did, Mm -hmm. and I loved it because I wasn't expecting it, and then every time they introduced a new character and, like, twisted the plot a little bit, I was like, sweet, sweet, and it was directed towards people who knew what was going on because they were little when Monsters, Inc. came out, Right. and, like, my favorite scene in the entire movie was the Abominable Snowman twist, and they explain how he was banished. Now, don't spoil anything. I'm not, I'm not, I'm just saying. All right. That was the best part in the entire movie, and only people who are over the age of, like, 12 will ever get it. Gotcha. And that's why I liked it, is because nice. I was like, nice, Pixar, so, nice. So you wanted to slam it in little kids' faces? Like, yeah, basically. You're nine, you don't get this. Yeah. <laughs> um, I bet loves that But moment. overall, you definitely recommend it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I would go rewatch it. Actually, I am going to go rewatch it right. next week. Um, I've heard it's kind of the return to form for Pixar because their last few movies were Brave, Cars 2. Um, yeah. They and- haven't. They haven't been as hot lately. I liked Brave, but it fell short of what I was expecting it and stuff like that. And Cars 2 was just... Brave had... Like Brave. Brave had a really cool story about a guy that turned into a bear. Yep. And some beautiful CG 
of a beautiful country and some hair. Uh, it was kind of like Tangled. I I could swear they had yeah. a team of people just working on the hair. Yeah. Because um, the one girl's red hair or whatever. Other than that, it was bad. I agree. I did not like it. I thought it was very I thought bad. it looked anyways, very beautiful. Anyways, we're talking about yeah. Monsters You. Yeah, anyway, sorry. So, we digress. Mirad, you saw it? Yes. Um, overall, I liked it. Yeah. It was pretty good. I had a couple problems with it. I didn't like how... They didn't spend enough time developing the rivalry between... What's the guy's name? The purple guy. The guy oh, uh, trained, Randall. Randall. Yeah. And the uh, and Mike and Sully. I, they, yeah, I, they heard kinda, they, I heard they kind of built something up and then never completed it. They hinted at it, and yeah, yeah they, they they had something there, but it was it was lacking substance. Mm. See, I liked it. Cause um, it kind of like shows you the resentment, and then it, all it took for me was the one line where he's like, "I'll never lose to you ever again." And then after that, I was like, "Okay." Yeah. That mm. was I don't know. It was, um, oh. But let go ahead. You oh. have something else. Yes, but I do like, like Mary said, with all bringing the bombless snowman back. Yeah. But if you look in the background, there's also a lot of characters that you would see in Monsters, Monsters Inc. that didn't necessarily have a speaking part. Yeah. Um, but they brought them back in the background, and they brought yeah. back. That's interesting. Um, they bring back. That, I love oh, the, the old lady that's the like old lady. I was about to say that. I was about to say that. So they did nice. a good job, kind of relating those. The people who have seen Monsters Inc. Right to this yeah. movie. That's good. Um, yeah, I have I have two questions for both of you. Um, laugh factor, high, low, not enough laughs. Too many things fell pretty short. Pretty good. Where it had pretty good. Yeah. For me, so, it was medium. Medium. Okay. There were a couple jokes that were like obviously kid related to right. where like I mean it's a kid's movie. Yeah. So <laughs> a lot of them are just like but, baby jokes. But the reason Pixar has been a licensed print money for over a decade is because they connect with the adults and the kids. Yes. Because yeah. um, the, you know, the parents will be like, oh, the kids are watching Toy Story. I will watch too because it's <laughs> yeah. great, you know. Right. Um, I still love Toy Story. All right. Now, too. something yeah, else that I heard was uh, well done in the film is in the original Monsters, Inc., I didn't like they missed some opportunities to do more homage to old horror movies and classic horror movies. I hear that that comes up in this one. They did good. Okay, so that was good. I would say they um, did. Meredith would be who I would ask about that because she knows <laughs> yeah, the movies. So, yeah. um, I liked it. There were plenty of good homage. Okay. Awesome. I, I mean, I could have, you know, handled a couple more, but yeah. <laughs> for the movie, it was good. That's good. Um, all right, so I think you both recommend it. Yes. Two thumbs yeah. up. I, we need to just... I think it's because we always get excited about movies, but... We need to do some movies where, like, that was awful. Let's just intentionally watch a bad movie together so we can just rip it to shreds. I mean, it can't be, like, a purposely Although, bad movie because we like Red those. Dawn. Although we read... The original Red Dawn, heck no, that movie's amazing. No, New Red Dawn. But the New Red Dawn I haven't even seen. Good lord. Um, Before you watch yes. that. I watched well, it three times in theaters. I have one that I don't recommend to our I hate fans. It. Um, because I'm going to say... I've been, I've been catching up on uh, Oscar movies mm-hmm. from... I guess 2012, and I watched Zero Dark Thirty by myself the yeah, other day. That. Uh, that's one I would not recommend to our fans because I think most of our fans wouldn't enjoy it. Really? Uh, it's about the hunt for Osama bin Laden. It's a lot of just paperwork and the stress of doing that job. Yeah, um, but it was I, supposed to be that. I enjoyed it for the most part. Um, not enough of the character. Jack apparently liked it. Jack Bynum. I, I thought it was good. Um, Is there a lot of action oh, okay, so, involved? Like, it was no. It was politically cool. I agree. Politically cool. That's the word we're using. Hey, guys. You want to be politically cool? Go vote. Um, Opposite of hipster. Yeah, it's, it, was, it was an interesting film, but here's the thing. 
It's done by Catherine Bigelow, who did The Hurt Locker, mm-hmm. which is a million times better. Uh, that has Jeremy Renner. Hurt Locker is an amazing – that is the movie, to me, that will define the war in Afghanistan and Iraq, the war on terror, mm-hmm. um, not Zero Dark Thirty. Well, yeah. But, so. I mean, Zero Dark Thirty could have been better, but I liked it because it was a look at the true story that a lot of people didn't get. Yeah. And it – I mean, it was like you were watching CNN, though. Mm, a little bit. I, I'm not saying I <laughs> didn't like it. I would love it. <laughs> <laughs> most most old people would love it. Um, moving on, has anybody else – a few people kind of piped up earlier, but who else has seen Life of Pi? Because yep. I caught up with I've that one. I've seen that. I've got it. So Murad's the only one who hasn't seen it. And – um, I watched it with Luke and Bethany, and I think Luke kind of enjoyed it. Just, yeah, Luke enjoyed it. Visually very impressive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Luke agrees. Um, there's a shot early on in the movie where a guy's swimming in a pool, and it just kind of um, it goes underneath him and makes it look like he's in the sky. And it is one of the most gorgeous shots I've ever seen where the, huh. the subtlety just works so well. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I remember um, The movie overall... I was not crazy about, and I actually did read the book too, and I, I both of them I thought were not, both overhyped for me. Yep. Too much hype. Um, but both interesting stories, but I would say definitely spiritually, um, mm-hmm. theologically speaking, both very ramshackle, not um, not anything very deep for me. I don't know. Really? Did it resonate with you all spiritually at all? Because they say it's like it's a story that's going to make you believe in God. That's and, actually why I didn't like it. And, yeah, uh, I figured. I never heard that. They say it in the movie, Ian. Were you watching? They do not say it. I was falling asleep again. Okay, yeah. It reminded me. Oh, man. Oh. A movie to down just really quick. I wish people the, could watch Ian because he looks out in the distance when he's thinking. The <laughs> the movie. Okay. I was I was watching a movie. Uh-huh. The, the, it's that Oz movie that came out. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Great and Powerful Oz. The Great and Powerful. That looked like Life of Pi because it looked awesome, mm-hmm. but I hated that movie. Just all right, there we go. Okay, if I'd that added movie, some hate. if that movie had been in black and white, the entire thing, I would have liked it so much. I've more. heard the first 20, mo- 20 minutes of Oz and Great and Powerful were fantastic. They were because they were yeah. in black and white, and they went to colored, and I was like, and there goes the movie. Murad disagrees. Yeah. Totally disagree. Wow. What? Did you like? I, the movie? I liked it. Oh, it, it. There were some corny parts to it, but overall, I Dang. think it did really good. Murad, what's a movie you hate? You think about <laughs> no, there's, there's some I just can't I can't have one on the top of my tongue. I mean, I'll have one to my tongue. You think about that for a second. You think on that. We're gonna talk about Life of Pi. Um, later oh. on there are some cool sequences in the movie just involving animals and um, it was pretty good overall, but I I don't know, to our listener base, who I assume are between the ages of eighteen and twenty eight, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm probably won't like it as much. Yeah. Um, Honestly, one of the prettiest movies I've ever seen yeah. in my life. The cinematography yeah. was oh, beautiful. Yeah. It's stunning. If I watched it without the sound, would have loved it. Yeah. But the sound ruined well, it for it, me. <laughs> it was a bit of a highbrow avatar for me. Which, yeah. um, not Last Airbender, just Avatar. Yeah. Because James Cameron's avatar was so... The script... There's two movies in there. The script and every everything involving sound. It was terrible. But then visually, it was it was stunning. Stunning, yeah. And Life of Pi at least had some interesting characters and dialogue. Yeah. But for being what it was, it was not. I didn't get into the characters of the dialogue, or or like I said, it was shallow for me. When yeah. it tried to be deep, it was shallow. And I liked um, what I liked most about the movies is all the theories that people came up with about the movie after watching it. Yeah. Like they were like I the animals are the people and all that stuff. I loved those. Didn't like the movie. 
because of the sound. I didn't like the characters. I didn't like the really? script. I didn't like... Loved it visually. Yeah. One of the best visual movies I've it's ever a seen. banquet for yeah, the Yeah, Birdie, Birdie almost really cried. Is. My sister almost cried. <laughs> I, just, think, I think Bethany did cry because animals died. So. It was just beautiful. That was really sad, honestly. <laughs> yeah. okay, the monkey, when the zebra the goes, monkey? I was like, ugh. Huh? Could take the monkey. The Could monkey, take the, the monkey. Just, mm. The orangutan. The one on the bananas? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. I think that pretty well covers it. Um, does anybody else see anything lately that was... Well, wait. You're right. What's a movie you hate? We're going to... I want to close with this. It's kind of hard to come up with one. I want to. I want to. The, I want to name movies uh, that are bad, based or movies that we don't recommend. Because I have one. The one that I can think of off the top of my head is Machine Gun Preacher. I turned that one off. Really? Yes. I got. I think a third way through and turned what was it off. It? Okay. That's a hard movie to watch, but I think it's a really good movie. But we'll talk about it some other time. Machine Gun Preacher. Okay, so there's a movie Murai does not recommend. Meredith, do you have a movie you don't recommend? What's that one with the president's daughter in space that we went to go see? <laughs> oh, uh, Lockout. Lockout. Space Jail. Hated it. All right. Hated there's... Lockout. Ian, what's a movie you don't recommend people Oz, watch? That Oz, new Oz one. All right, I have one. Um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. The new one? Yeah. I okay. With Johnny Depp. I, I was like, wait. With the old one, I was like, oh, we gotta go outside. Okay. The old one, if you guys would have paid attention, is called Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. The new one is called Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Okay. Well, that we movie, all just have to specify. That's, oh, Luke and I, Luke and I, some yeah, Luke and I are about, are gonna one day debate Tim Burton movies. And, uh, he knows I don't like Tim Burton and, uh, Charlie and Chocolate Factory represents everything about Tim Burton that I hate. Everything about Johnny Depp that I hate. Um, about Sweeney Todd. And everything about emo kids that gets on my nerves. So, um, the one that think... the one line that I liked was the cannibalism line. That was the best line in the entire oh, movie. Yeah, and yeah, after yeah, that, yeah. I was done. Yeah. All right. So there's some movies not to watch. <laughs> so, um, although I disagree with one choice in there. Did you and... like Walkout? Well, actually, Lockout is dumb fun, and then Machine Gun Preacher. Oh, is, okay. Yeah, I was like, wait, you Lockout. I don't necessarily me. recommend, but I don't know. Um, okay, I think that'll do for segment one. Segment two, we're going to talk about a cool, funny summer party funny. movie. Funny. So <laughs> stay tuned for that. We'll see you there. Yeah. Segment two of episode twenty-three, and now we're going to talk about a little movie. Uh, Chris is here. Luke is finally back on mic. Hi. Yes, and uh, we have Timothy. Hot Rod. Wow. Um, <laughs> so he gave it away. Italian Joe is hey. here, and Jack Bynum. Whoop up. And we're going to talk about one of our favorite movies to, to watch together as. As not just friends, but as family and created crew and what I don't know. As a bunch of people who are dumb. We watch Hot Rod Hot because Rod! it is hilarious. Yes. Hot Rod is from, I believe, 2003. 
uh, is a comedy starring Andy Sandberg, who's famous from SNL and from The Lonely Island, where he did a song that, believe it or not, many not many people play it uh, when they're on boats. But there's a song called "I'm a, I'm on a boat," and people <laughs> never. I know one yeah. thing: whenever I've been on a boat, I'm like, why are more people not saying "I'm on a boat" or doing the thing from Titanic? But yeah. they don't do it. Um, uh, maybe it's bad luck. Maybe it's bad luck. I don't. Know. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm being sarcastic. If you think I'm serious. Stop listening to her. I'm kidding. Keep listening. Um, so <laughs> it's hard sometimes to talk about why you love a comedy so much. Uh-huh. But let me just break down Hot Rod by the facts, okay? Oh, the movie is only about – is around an hour and a half. And I think there is a laugh for ever. there's probably two laughs a minute at in least. that time. At least. There are so many jokes coming at you in this movie. And – and it's to the point where uh, I know a lot of people that don't laugh that much during this movie, but there's always at least one scene where they're like, that's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. You <laughs> yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's always one there's, or two parts oh. where even somebody who's just like, this is dumb, is like, oh my God, that's hilarious. It, yeah. <laughs> um, because, I mean, they're constantly hitting you with references and stuff. Yeah. Um, Rod is a uh, – Dirt bike stunt driver, I guess you could say. He's he's, he's evil can evil wanna be. He pretends to be. Yeah, yeah he pretends he drives, to be. He's, he's, he's a complete um, loser. He's he's a stuntman. He's a he's can't grow a mustache at age like 28, 29. You know I have a hormone disorder. <laughs> yes. Timothy's, I think Timothy's going to spend this whole time just quoting the movie. That, that's <laughs> just Andy Samberg. I, I, I don't even think that's just. <laughs> that's true. I don't even think that's broad. Um, now, Luke, you saw this for the first time pretty recently, as yeah. opposed to the rest of us have, I think, are on our fourth or fifth viewing, oh, yeah. I imagine. So, Luke, what, what is your – as someone who's only seen it once, what's your review of the film? I would definitely watch that again. <laughs> again. And okay. again. And again. And yeah. again. And I remember and again. you quoted on Twitter a lot some of the good lines. Bill Hader is in this movie. As a really weird guy. I don't even know how to describe him. But there's a part where Luke, I laughed more, I think, just seeing you put it on Twitter. You put his line about they're filling a pool up with water. And he goes, man, pools are so good at holding water. I, <laughs> like, I love that joke. Those, it's so good. Yeah, there's just so many lines like that in this movie. And then they're like, and as soon as you get comfortable in a scene is when they change the scene. I know. If everybody's being cool with each other, suddenly they, one of them will perform violence on another person, you know? Like they're, they'll be dancing together and having a good time, and then one of them just shove the other one on the ground or something. It's so fantastic. Um, yeah. Um, so I know Timothy wanted to do this. First, we, we just want to say, and this kind of goes with our how to watch movie thing, get with a bunch of your friends and watch this movie. It's on Netflix. It's PG-13. Um, and Which is I mean, shocking. Yeah, it is a bit shocking. It's PG thirteen, but really the the humor, the best jokes all come from stuff that's not dirty. Yeah, and there's it, it's all a, from weird stuff. Yeah, they're not really. all. It's not all crude. You know, it's actually yeah. quite clever. Yeah, it it is quite clever. It's hilarious. Um, it, and and there are even scenes for me that don't work as well as other scenes. But like I said, there's just so many. Um, oh yeah, Chris Parnell shows up in this movie as the uh, radio announcer. And he plays Dr. Spaceman on 30 Rock. And Chris Parnell is one of those people that makes me laugh every time it's, he opens oh, his mouth. It's so and funny. When he's talking about, like, AM, ra- AM radio is a viable way to get news. When people hear about the stunts you're performing, they're going to think, wow, I wish I was there. And just, I mean, stuff like that yeah, is so, so funny. So silly. Um, Who needs color TVs? You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Joe, I'm not you saying that kiss was hot, but the photo <laughs> piece. Oh my <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I need a lawyer. Um, here's the thing, too. We could quote this movie all day, and it still wouldn't even get near anywhere near. Yeah. Um, Joe, you've been quiet, but you wanted to be on here. Yeah. Well, why do you love Hot Rod? I don't know. It's, it's so good. It's just everything. It's just so funny. Yeah. And it's a good mix of you know like slapstick, mm-hmm. and then just you know like good jokes. It's and just Andy Sandberg. Right. He's just awesome. Well, and I think the whole crew of the, the movie because you in yeah. this movie you oh, have yeah. Andy Sandberg, Bill Hader. Uh, I don't know who plays Kevin. I don't know Ryan Wilson. Uh, his name Ryan Wilson. I don't know him for much. Um, Office. The the dad is Ian McShane, who yeah. was, um, uh, yeah, I can't think of a lot of stuff he's in right now. Wasn't he Scarface? Um, no, that's, no, that's Al Pacino. Al Pacino. Ian McShane's a, a well-respected act, okay. actor. Unfortunately, I can only think he's in Snow White. Um, the who else? Isla Fisher, who yeah. um, she's been in quite a few comedies. Um, Will Arnett, who plays Joe from Rest Development, which oh, yeah. somebody go ahead and say it. He's just, he's just crazy. Oh, I, I'm shocked somebody didn't go, babe, 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 <laughs> babe, babe. Um, Will Arnett is, babe. Yeah, I don't know any actors. You're going okay. to just say their name. Will Arnett <laughs> is hilarious in this movie as the jerk boyfriend who he was born to play that role. He really is. <laughs> he was. Babe, yeah. wait, babe, um, babe. There it is. Babe, oh. wait. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, and by this point, she's already in the car, and she's like she's, three miles away. Yeah, she's like, like in a taxi babe, cab. Still... Babe, okay, just Jesus. yeah, that's oh, enough, okay, no. okay. Um, Timothy really likes that part. Um, <laughs> can, it, it, can I just say now what? my my favorite favorite part? Okay, wait, wait, wait. Okay, uh, should I wait? You, uh, well, you can kick us off, Jack, because Timothy was adamant he wants everybody to say their favorite scene. Okay, so Jack, okay, my him. favorite favorite part it's absurdly funny it's like the two and a half minutes of him falling yes because he does he does like this footloose takeoff where like he's dancing in the woods and he's all angry and then he (laughs) he well it's a spoof on footloose yeah yeah that's what i said right i I don't know if you did yeah i said footloose anyway he he trips he's like and he falls down this <laughs> hill for like crap. two minutes, <laughs> oh, like straight. Minutes it's, and you just you just see like this great picture of you know wooded area, and then you hear, <laughs> just you yeah. know, just crashing into everything. And somehow he's like not dead at the bottom of the Luke's gonna hate hill. all of us when he yeah, I know. <laughs> it's just it's so funny, Joe. I want to hear your favorite scene. My favorite scene is when he's on he's on that board. Thing going down that big hill. Oh, oh yeah, I don't know what that thing's called. Uh, luge. It's called yeah. a luge. He took mine. smashes into that guy's trailer. And the guy <laughs> comes out, just like you know, what's going on? And then that other guy, uh, forget his name, just comes up and just starts beating <laughs> the crap out. Basically, of him. they ruin another just guy's for, trailer, yeah, and like, he beats up the guy who owned the trailer. Yeah, I just feel yeah. like so You're bad forgetting. for that guy. Just like why? So random. Poor guy. Just somebody. Crashes into his trailer and then he comes out to beat up. He comes out and he's like, "My trailer! Someone's getting their toe smashed." Oh god! And he's just, you know, you just and went. then <laughs> the guy's name is Rico, by the way. And he Rico, walks, yeah, Rico, Rico like right. Rico like he, he kicks first, him in the and then punches him. In he the punches face him in the face, and then he's just like, "Yeah, I'm so." We have a bleep. Do we have a bleep? We're about to have a bleep. He's like, "I'm so pumped," and he like just picks up this like itty bitty trash can and just like pours trash on him. I'm I'm a a my, Sunday. Timothy, I just want to say my wife is giving you the for shame. 
Because you're not editing your talk. Uh, um, I didn't all right. say the real one. <laughs> you said something pretty bad anyway. You dropped yeah. three so far. That's my count. We should put a ding on the dings. Ding. Ding. ding, ding. All right, Timothy, don't make me regret asking, what is your favorite scene in Hot well, Rod? <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite part, but now I have to think of my second favorite. Uh, while you're doing that, Chris, go. Uh, I, I'm going to list another part, and I'm surprised nobody's brought this up yet. Rod goes out with Isla Fisher and learns some Tai Chi oh and keeps God. calling her Sensei, which to me, that part's hilarious too. But at one point, they're doing Tai Chi by the lakeside, and it's very common. He just goes, Sensei, is there a Tai Chi move that would make a man crap his own pants? And she goes, I'm not going to lie to you, Rod. There is a move that can do that. And he's like, can I learn? And she's like, you're not ready. And eventually they use that move, and it is hilarious. It uh, is. It's so juvenile. Um, and runner up real quick. There's a part where somebody's singing karaoke. Not to, I don't want to spoil it, but oh it was, it was pretty oh dang gosh. funny. When somebody's oh singing gosh. karaoke. Um, we'll come back to Timothy. I think still thinking. So Luke, okay. I actually have two. Okay. Yeah. The, the part where he, the guy gets beat up after his trailer yes, gets smashed that because that, that just, the well, every act, line that Rico drops in there is it, hilarious. It's just a uh, uh, it, random act of violence. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the part where they're at the pool, and he's, his pools are so great at holding oh, the water. <laughs> <laughs> I love Bill Hader in the whole movie. Just he drops a lot of real subtle lines under yeah. the radar. You know that you're. It's not until unless you're paying attention or until you watch it again that you're like, oh my god, that guy's hilarious. So funny, Timothy. Do you have another part you want to? Yes, share I do. With okay. People? Um, there's a part, it's closer to the end, um, the AM radio station owner, he oh, has yeah. a tattoo on his stomach, <laughs> oh. and he's like... <laughs> okay, don't get too graphic no, don't, here. don't tell. Uh, <laughs> okay, well... Was you wanted picture. to say the tattoo scene? Yes. The, okay. Okay, there's a picture of a kid... <laughs> well, it's the Calvin from Calvin and Hobbes. Yeah, that, yeah. And he's peeing in two directions, and it's one's on the FM radio... And the others on the color TV, and then he's like, "And as you notice, okay, that's okay, enough. No, no, yes. no, 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 no. no. The, no. The AM radio on the flying. Carpet. Oh, okay. He says there's an AM radio. So yeah, there's yeah. an AM radio on a flying carpet up here. It's well, he goes, and it's perfectly safe from the pee. <laughs> <laughs> um, Chris Parnell, that guy's hilarious. He he is my favorite TV doctor on Thirty Rock, Doctor Spaceman. Um, all right, so obviously. We think this movie's pretty funny. I, it's, it's I, a, I wonder if we'll have some listeners watch it and be like, that was so dumb. You guys well, are I mean, you so <laughs> offensive. Okay, just watch it. First, just you, watch ha- it. you have to watch it in the right environment. You have to stay up till about 2 in the morning about <laughs> six, <laughs> with six other guys and then watch well, it. Well, no, it, the, there's a term for it. it they, call them, they call them late night comedies. Well, uh, I was going to say, I, I think both of my parents have seen it and laughed pretty hard. My parents. There's, there's just one or two lines yeah, that are a little iffy. I, I watched it with my dad. Don't watch. I'm going to go long. long distance here. Bethany, has your dad seen that movie? And he thinks it's funny, doesn't it? Yeah, Bethany's dad thinks it's hilarious because it is. Uh, <laughs> um, closing thoughts? None whatsoever. It's a good. Movie. Just go watch. The more I think, the more friends you can watch it with too. Yeah, it's, the bigger um, the group, the better. The bigger the group, the better. It's absolute in a group, especially um, once you may get... need subtitles though. I don't know where our time. Yes, you will need subtitles yeah, because I watch it alone, and I still think it's well. Hilarious. It's true. It's funny, but. I can I watch it at any time. There's something about the time. Yeah. Well, we'll get into that because we're going to talk next, segment three, about how to watch a movie and read a book and all that. So, we will see you then. All right. Watch out, whiskey. Okay.
segment three of episode 23 of the Listening Podcast. Um, we are closing this one, our summer party, with talking about how to how to listen to an album, how to read a book, and how to watch a movie, which uh, I understand is kind of, seems like it'd be simple, but I think we can give you some tips and tricks and help. So um, I'm Chris, and with me is Luke. Hello. And we have Meredith and Jack. Hello. And we have Murad. Howdy. Howdy. <laughs> nice. Welcome to Texas, y'all. Um, and before we start on music, I want to put something out to our listeners. Uh, speaking of music, can somebody let us know some definitive evidence whether or not we can play like copyrighted music on our podcast if the podcast is free? Because Luke and I are not 100%. Are you 100% sure, Luke? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. Not good enough. I want okay. concrete no, where I read it that you're says. Good. You're good. Well, I want to I want to read it from an official okay. website. I That's think, what I want. Okay. What I think we. Somebody send that, us a link. I think we have to be registered as a radio station to be able to place the shortcuts of the. Track. Okay. Well, then maybe we'll. We can try to do that. Something. I don't know. I'm right. not sure. If you're not receiving payment or. Maybe you need your producer's license, which I can go up to Austin and get that. I hear something. We'll, we'll figure it out. Okay. We're, yeah. we're good with the overwork and stuff. That we've well, been I like that, but I'd like to, for example, last episode we talked about the new Daft Punk. I would love to play yeah. some of it. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that said, we're going to give you some instructions. So um, we have, actually, all of us are pretty big music fans and a variety of different styles of music, I would say. Yes. Um, so let's talk about first how to listen to an album. And I guess I'll kind of share my thoughts first. Um, I am a big believer in getting a nice pair of headphones and whatever high quality way you can listen to music, just plug in your headphones. And if the album is good enough, I think it's justified that you can just sit and listen. And I mean, if you fall asleep or whatever, whatever, but, um, not many people just sit and listen to music. Um, I think there's something to be said about appreciating it that way. And I think headphones also give you a chance to hear uh, the production value, whereas crank it up in your car and yeah, um, people talking and everything or just, you know, car noises going on, you can't hear everything as uh-huh. well. So um, fight me on that. Who disagrees? Who? <laughs> oh, I agree. Um, the, only, yeah. the only thing that maybe you can get a bit I – know, I know you're supposed to be enjoying the music and whatever, but sometimes in the, you know, the quieter stages of an album, you kind of get a bit tired of it. You know, yeah. You get a bit like, oh, I want to go do something else. So, like, what I've done is I've got, like, a tread bike. Right. Or, like, a workout thing. Yeah. And so I'll I'll put on, like, a pair of nice headphones, like, big headphones. Mm-hmm. Put in, like, my iPod. Choose the first track of the album. Put it in a playlist and work out until the album's finished. And yeah. And it gives you an hour, hour and a half workout. Yeah. Um, and I, I like that, too. I think you should, if it's a band you're really into and you know it's going to be a solid album or, you know, at least something interesting, uh-huh. um, listen to it in order all the way through. Oh, yeah. Try and do that sometimes. There's a reason. Um, there's a reason they do it that way. Yeah. Um, and a lot of my favorite albums are concept albums, and they string together as almost one big song sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. I have yeah. a weird quirk. Okay. Okay, so if I have a new album... It bothers me that I don't know the song. Yes. So I have to stick it in and listen to it in the car at least like three times over just where I get a feel for the song, uh-huh. learn some of the mm-hmm. words, and then I can sit down and just like lay in bed and listen to through the entire thing, and I love it. But if I listen to it before I do that, I'm like, this is so weird and foreign and no. <laughs> what? Okay. That's interesting. Yeah, that is very cool. interesting. Um, Luke, 
What do you got? Uh, I just sit at my computer, plug my headphones in, and yeah. then I mess with my EQ as I'm listening to it. I was going to say, Luke, you play a lot of computer games, so that makes it easy to just oh, yeah. put on uh, one album and, yeah, yeah. and just listen to while you're playing. Just go kill tanks while yeah. Because you don't, you don't really need sound with World of Tanks that much, No, and a lot of other games you don't either. Yeah. You just can kind of mute it. Um, and, and I'll do that just to kind of tag with this podcast, too. Sometimes I'll play a video game um, and listen to a podcast, or even while I'm cleaning. Yeah. Um, while I'm cleaning so. and like walking around the house and stuff like that, yeah. I stick it on and yeah. All right, Murad. Well, I think it it definitely depends on the genre you're listening to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but most of the music I listen to, I I can't have to be doing something while I listen to it, and so like like I'll turn it up and wash or clean my room or play a video game or something, but I have to be doing something as well. Right. Unless it's a very slow type of music, I can sit and just listen to it. Right. Nice. Yeah. And uh, it's it's also, you know, that's a good, if it's a genre of music, you know, if it's like Daft Punk, like that album, like mm-hmm. uh, the new one, it kind of makes you want to get up and go do something. Well, that's true. So that's why it's good, like, for in the car, but as opposed to or something cleaning, like... cleaning, you, like, clean quicker. Yeah, or yeah. something like yeah. with a little funk beat, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, if you... Uh, get i don't know like i bought a classical album like i know that's really lame but it is not lame lame. okay they're necessary but i got a classical album and i i didn't really want to do anything so i just kind of laid in bed yeah yeah oh yeah if it is even classical really it it was originally made to like be the entertainment exactly and stuff yeah so yeah well, and a, a great composition should really give your brain a workout if yeah. you're yeah. thinking about it. Especially if you're musically inclined. Yeah. Um, now, Murad does something I don't think any of, uh, else of us do. Murad bu- still buys vinyl. Oh, yeah. Jack does too. Vinyl. Jack does too. Okay. Jack, Jack and, and Italian, and Italian Joe. Joe buy vinyl. You guys, you guys are obsolete. It's the best do you, way to listen to music. Now, Murad, you have an iPod, though, or an iPhone. I do. Yeah. Which, I mean, I use that to I listen to music while walking in class and stuff. Yeah. But when I'm home... It's just the best way Vinyl. to do it. Really? It sounds better to me. Well, it sounds wow. better. Well, what what makes know. it sound better? Is well, it the crackly or is it... It, well, it, it, it sounds better with some type of music. You play okay. the, the older music, oh, yeah. it's going to sound a well, lot better. It, it definitely I'll, I'll give you this. Too. You get a, a Beach Boys vinyl and put it on, you know, there's something to it that just it's, adds to yeah. the experience. Yeah, yeah. it's nostalgic but, stuff. Like, Murad, yeah. you were talking about buying some of the new albums, you know, buy the new Daft Muse, Punk, buy yeah. the new Daft Punk on LP, and I just, I could never do that. Really? I, mean, I couldn't. No, no, I couldn't either. I, for the, for mm. the price and the quality I get from Amazon MP3 on my phone, yeah. Um, yeah. it's hard not to. Plus, I don't have to store it anywhere. Mm. Yeah. Um, now, it's different. Everybody else here is single, yeah. but... When you get married, uh, I'm going to warn you, collectors, looking at all of you, um, you have to figure out a way to fit everything. Yeah. Which is why I read comics on my Kindle now. Um, I don't buy a lot in the store anymore. Yeah. So, Like, uh, a lot of the vinyl is like what me and Italian Joe used to do. We would put on a... <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> we'd, we'd put on a vinyl that we had just gotten and just kind of sit around and just, like, kind of talk while it's happening in the background. Right. And then, like, when something would catch our attention, we'd just kind of stop talking and kind of pay attention to that and then come um, back. I, we don't have a whole lot of time, but I, I do want to ask you all real quick, does anybody have any advice on going to concerts that they have? Um, do not stand, stand – try to stand in the middle. Stand near the sound booth is my advice. Yeah. Be I, near the sound booth. I went right uh, – I went to a ZZ Top concert. Yeah. And I sat – 
with with Italian Joe. We were <laughs> front row in front of the base cabinets. My liver has yeah. never been the same. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, um, it's scary. If you're down, if you can get close to the stage, don't get right up front because no. the sound mix goes over you basically. So you're just going to hear a lot of garbage. You'll understand what's going on. But if you get closer to the sound booth, where do you think the best sound mix is going to be? It's oh, for yeah. the guy running the sound. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so that's where I like to be. Plus, if a lot of good shows I've gone to, especially outdoors, you can lean against the thing. Yeah. Um, so put your back against the sound booth. That's a nice yeah. place to be. Uh, so, and also pretty much always buy your tickets early. What are we looking at? Oh, no. Um, that's the wrong time. Jack's looking at the time. Okay. Uh, we're good. Sorry. Um, transitioning into books. We're good with music, right? Everybody? Yeah. Okay. Transitioning to books, though, um, does anybody else do this? Do you pick, like, a, an album that will go well with whatever you're reading? I don't you... read. Well, okay. I, I no. actually I hadn't done this before. I don't, I don't so read. So, you know, I, I got the uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, right? the, whole, the, the whole set. I, and I just put on the entire Overwork collection while right. I listened to that. It was great. And I imagine that would that would pair well. It, it did. Yeah. It yeah. was amazing. Um. If I'm going to read, like, a Victorian murder mystery or something, I'll put on, like, some chamber music or something. That's or, actually or I'll really listen to some Mozart. You could, um, you could set the mood. You, you can almost, set the mood. You can. Because I think the few books I have read, I, I process them visually. Yeah. So having the music there as, like, an underlay, like, almost creates the movie in my head. Exactly. I, um, one, I, one time I did, one of my favorite albums is um, De Laos in the Comatorium by the Mars Volta. Mainly just for the music on it, um, their their ideology and some of that other stuff is kind of weird. But anyways, um, I listened to that while reading a Doctor Doom, Doctor Strange comic book okay. that was a little more trippy because they go and try and rescue, basically rescue Doctor Doom's mom from hell, and it really <laughs> paired well because it was both both of them were weird and expressionist and auteur, you know. Yeah. Um, so it fit perfectly. So I like doing stuff like that. Okay. I don't, Mirad, have you ever? The only music I'll play while listening is... Or while uh, reading. Uh, uh, reading, yes. Uh, is classical music, or a very... Yeah. I guess a low tempo. Yeah, well, an and instrumental and almost always works yeah, better. I, I it has lyrics. Too, yeah, the lyrics just doesn't yeah. They'll throw you off. Reading, yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to say, is I listen to classical... Actually, this is going to be really weird, but Patch Adams, I have the soundtrack on my phone. <laughs> and on most books, I just throw on the Patch Adams soundtrack. That's and interesting. It's, and it's... Like 100% classical music, or at least instrumental music, and so it pairs really well, and it helps. And if I throw in words, I try and sing them while I read, and then that's just like that's the same part yeah. of my brain working, yeah. and it's um, just not... A band I would recommend, uh, Explosions in the Sky. Yeah. All, oh, yes. All yes. instrumental, and that's, it goes goes great with just about anything. Yeah, and it, it, it goes on for a while, too, so yeah, it's great true. for reading and driving and other and trying to go to sleep. Yeah, because their songs are, most of them, seven minutes long. They're, yes. they're all instrumental? All instrumental. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yes, it's um, pretty great. They're from yeah. around here, aren't they? Uh, they live in Austin. So. Yeah, that's um, pretty much around here. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. And talking about books. Now, Murad. All right. Murad, why why okay. am I a bad man for reading Kindle? <laughs> all right. Except for comics. Okay. One exception for we'll get to comics. Let's talk about books. Or traditional novels. novels, okay? The only way to read a novel is in either... Well, I prefer a paperback over hard... Hardback, okay. Which, brother. Hardback is okay. It's better than Kindle, but <laughs> the best way to read a book is in paperback book. Really, you know, because you have 
Nothing beats the feel of a book. Nothing beats the smell of a book. I do like yeah. actually yeah. the smell of a book. Opening this book, holding it with your hands, and being able to flip back and forth. Yeah. Um, some of my favorite books growing up as a child um, referred a lot, had a lot of like, little mysteries in them. Mm-hmm. So you, I would be able to flip back and forth trying to, oh, yeah, that's what happened or something like that. And right. I find it hard to do that on a Kindle. Um, yeah. I think, the, I think I think okay. the Kindle take, takes some of the you know the yes it makes it easier but you get so much enjoyment when you go out and buy the book take it home unwrap it I, and, and start no, reading here's the it. thing Chris, I don't I think no this is weird to me because think about your nostalgia with your um, C.S. Lewis, Lewis books yes yeah. that's yeah. exactly and the Narnia books that you have that from when you're a kid. But here's and the thing. You're, you're not going to be able to say, hey, kids, this is my book from when your mom and I first got married because it's not going to be a look, book. But yeah, I look have at the some of those. This is the day it was downloaded. <laughs> this yeah. is the day it was downloaded. Here's the thing. I have some of those. But, like, for example, my Narnia books are actually my dad's. And they're from um, – he bought them in London in, like, 1971, right? Oh, wow. Awesome. So I don't want to awesome. hold them even because I don't want them <laughs> yeah. to fall apart. Because yeah. some of them, the pages are coming loose, and I think oh, some yeah. of them, the pages are already out. You could get a rebinded. Um, I know. You can get a rebinded. But point being is it, I have nothing against reading – in fact, uh, like Murad said, I do prefer a paperback novel. But the storage space combined with the wear and tear – Makes it hard to justify, especially. Here's something nice. I'm reading a novel and I say, okay, um, I I'm ready to stop now. I'm in a good stopping point, but I still have some more time. I can't read another chapter. I can switch over to a comic book that quickly on my Kindle. Oh yeah, and um, the, you know the other thing is too, the Kindle saves your spot. Yes, perfectly. It does. You don't have to worry about bookmarks. Bookmarks, you lose it. Yeah, and then memorizing the number, like I've been doing. I, well, just, I think you that forget it look overall, if I could have a great library of just paperback books, I know you would. I would. Okay, I, I think. And well, I already I, do. It's just I can't have any more. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I think that constantly in this in this age, we've constantly got stuff shooting into our eyes right like i mean screens there's screens everywhere oh, yeah. you know it's different to look at a book that's you know you have to read it it's not going to read it for you yeah but also uh i've read a book i read the fourth um i've read prince caspian as right. a child uh, we have like one of the original sets like from the 50s right that my granddad bought which I, I thought that was funny. And it's missing like three pages. So I kind of read this page and then like I skip over five pages and I read it. I'm like, well, I wonder what happened. I wonder what happened in that. And so it, it, it actually – It sparks your of, imagination. It sparks your imagination. Yeah. So I think that's a little more – It's true. Well, and I, I love giving paperback books as gifts because you can write in them oh, yeah. and it's well, something you can hold on to. What's the obsession with paperback though? Well, why not hardback? From, that's that the was fridge. the fridge. Oh, it was the fridge. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, what's the obsession with paperback Books why are they better than hardback? Uh, they're smaller and lighter. And they're I, cheaper. And they're cheaper. I actually cheaper. prefer hardback. And, well, I like a nice big hardback if it Doesn't if it justifies matter. it, but you can't really. It's not like buying the Blu-ray or the DVD exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not like a hardback has special features as opposed. You know what I'm saying? I will well, say on books that I want to keep for a lot longer time, like on my Aragon books, mine are hardback. all hardback, yeah. hardback because yeah, they just preserve better. Um, I think. I want to talk some more about just reading itself. Um, does anybody read out loud by themselves? No. To help no. you? No. Because, you know, I, I can almost prove it to you that you'll pay attention better. Oh, yeah. In um, class, you they won't make get us lost. read it out loud. Um, I used to do that with textbooks. And, 
Here, here's the nice part about being married. You read to each other. Mm. Um, and that helps a lot. Yes. I got it. Sometimes when I'm like all by myself in my house or something, I'll go ahead and read out loud just because sometimes I get tired of not hearing anything. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. I'll read it out loud and that so helps. Lovely. But I know. Um, <laughs> there has to be noise in my life. Okay. What about <laughs> books on tape then? How do we feel about those? I fall asleep. It depends. Asleep. Well, it depends on it's, who's reading it. I was going to say, oh, it, it, it makes Freeman. a world oh. of difference. I actually prefer one person to read in just a kind of plain voice as opposed to a person trying to do a lot of characters oh, or yeah. different people oh, yeah. doing characters. Because a lot of books, unless it's like a play, I don't want to hear no. 80 I'd, different voices. Read, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd rather one person. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'd read. rather just read the book than listen. But I, I, I would love too. words. So yeah. I like reading. Um, I do have to say, though, you can go on podcast and get uh, free books on podcast um, uh, classics. They'll be. So if you're like, I haven't read enough Charles Dickens, you can find it for free on podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's that great version of uh, Frankenstein that's on LibriVox podcast. Just mm-hmm. plug in that if people want to check it out. Huh. The lady does a really good job reading it, and it's free. Cool. Um, anything else about reading you want to say? I, I love reading. Uh, yes. And I found that reading is essential no offense, to life. What? No offense. But I found that people who read a lot are actually like, no offense again, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's going to sound mean because you're sitting right next Stop to me. Being Canadian. But they're just like smarter. Like, I don't know, their vocabulary no, I, I com- is bigger. I completely And their completely mental agree. capacity. Oh, well, yeah, I completely it's, agree. It's, a, a mind that reads is a sharpened mind. Yes. No, I, I do read. No, Chris Berkheimer. Oh. C.S. Berkheimer. Oh, yeah. I did. Hey, I do read. Okay, just not good. that much. Okay. I, don't, I, it's, I would I watch movies more than I read. I did go Canadian. <laughs> yes, you did. Um, I want to talk for just one minute here. Comic books. Mm. Um, I think reading comics on Kindle is better or on an iPad, whatever. Digital is better because you can go panel by panel and you can zoom in and out at the art. It's pretty yeah, astonishing. That's, that's true. That's it's very cool. That's completely different from People are now back. designing comics that when you flip them, for example, I have one where uh, a guy switches to night vision on his glasses. Yeah. So it's the same photo except for it's in regular. Then you swipe it and the same photo's there, but it's now in night vision okay. when you swipe cool. it. It's very cool. cool. Um and then same with some of the dialogue. You swipe and the dialogue pops up. So someone – you swipe, yes. Swipe so again, no. It's a more you know? immersive and interactive Yeah, it's experience. more interactive. Um, yeah. It's that's, very cool. That's cool. Um, I, I, I think that's a great great way to – a great way to uh, show the art. Yes. On the flip side though, it, it can be you – know, I just want to read a darn a, comic yeah, book. I yeah. don't want to have to do all this work it's just true. to read it. It's true. Um, here's what I – where I will say, if it's if something where you really love the art, yeah. get the book and keep it because it, it could just keeps as a cool piece of art. Um, yeah. I've bought old comics that I'm never going to read just because the covers are really interesting. Um, but there is I, – I mentioned the Blu-ray thing about hardback books. There is a Blu-ray of the comic book world. Uh, in Marvel, it's called an omnibus. And in DC, it's called an absolute. And they're about, um, about a foot and a half tall, most of them. Uh, and they're, they try to do complete collections. So, for example, if, if I wrote a, a storyline on Superman, it'd be like Chris Berkheimer's absolute run of Superman. So oh. it'd have all the issues I did. And so, um, I have, I'm trying to think, oh, I have absolute, um, the new frontier, which is, mm. um, the Justice League story in the 60s. That, and it has yeah. this real cool vintage style art. 
Um, you know, the book's real big. It has essays inside of it and oh, wow. artwork. It's it's very cool. It's interesting. Um, so at that point, yeah, that's where – because that's like a coffee table book that I'll actually read every word yeah. that's inside. You well, know? Th- they've done that with other trilogy books. I know um, yeah. my cousin has one of all of the uh, Narnias in – order and then they have one of all the lord of the rings right, with right. the hobbit and, and those everything. are those are cool um all right we need to move on to movies so that we can do this all right uh luke you want to go first all right what? well what i like to do i don't like watching movies on tv i'm just i think i'm the only one here yeah i like to sit yeah. in front of my nice computer monitor with okay a, with the movie full screen get my headphones in and just lean back and watch it okay i'm actually i yeah yeah, because it, to me the, the the video quality is just better on a computer. I do, I don't like. Yeah, TVs. I like I the idea of wearing headphones and it. being close so that it keeps your attention more. Oh, yeah, and the, and the headphones thing is much better than TV speakers as well, yeah. so you hear more. Not if you have surround sound. Screw surround sound. I have I have in my house uh, a pretty big um, LED HD TV and three Bose speakers. And I like to take a nice Blu-ray and put it in my PS3 and enjoy it that way. Turn yeah. turn the lights down, put my phone on the table, and try and leave it alone as best I can. So um, much product placement right and, there. And Chris. I've talked about – well, I'm just saying like that – to me, the home theater now, you can get a nice experience out of it. Oh, yeah. Um, That's true. And, and be, still be – because here's the thing. When people went to movies, think about um, – even Jurassic Park. I think a lot of us here saw Jurassic Park in the theater, maybe. Did uh, you know that? Okay. I, saw, I saw Star Wars. All right. When the I theater. was – I have no idea what age I would have been. I was a kid. Jurassic Park was in the theater for like a full year. That's how popular it was. Yeah. I went as a kid and there's these dinosaurs up on screen and they're 30 feet tall. Oh, yeah. You know, they're ginormous and I'm just blown away. The movie magic experience at the theater is hard to replicate I, I anywhere agree. else. The, and the sound quality there at the theater, too, is oh, yeah. very great. It, oh, yeah. I, I definitely oh, yeah. like Completely. seeing movies yeah. at the theater. Um, now, the price can be, obviously. The price yeah. is always uh, um, annoying. But... <laughs> Meredith is pointing herself because she works at a theater. So yeah. guess what she gets? But... Free movies! <laughs> um, you suck. Uh. It's awesome. Does anybody – tell me if you agree or disagree with this statement. Um the only time it's worth it to pay for 3D is in a nice theater where they have nicer equipment and um, it's an animated movie. Um, yes, yeah, I agree. Not because... animated. I wouldn't agree with the animated yeah. part. Okay. Um, but What's a movie down... that's live action that... Avatar. Avatar. I, I, every I would, part of Avatar is like animated. Though. I would not watch that. Like though, it's CG. It, well, it, I know CG it's CG. Different CG. Than and and if, well, you're talking, okay. if you're talking Monsters University. But I'm talking, okay, I'm talking CG. And for me, the two movies where I c- can say for sure I got my money's worth were Cloudy with the Chance of Meatballs and How to Train Your Dragon. Okay, Those then. are the only two movies I've ever seen in 3D where I thought, you know what, that was worth every penny. I agree. I agree. As a general rule, I say no to 3D unless it's yes. in a very nice theater, like an IMAX theater or something. Right. I think that's the only time to splurge on a well, 3D. And a lot of people don't know this. If the bulb isn't bright, then the 3D will be way darkened and you can't see crap. Right. Um, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Mary. For the most part, I agree on the animated front, except for I think some movies would just be fun to see in 3D because you just want to be in the movie. Like, like what? Some, <laughs> like I saw Spy Kids. Go- I saw those crappy Spy Kids in 3D when I was like 11, and I loved it. You were a kid. You, you were 11. Was a kid. Yeah, you love everything. <laughs> yeah, Murad. The only time I'll go to 3D movies if it's a movie 
that I'm gonna watch more than once. You right. know, like for me, The Hobbit, I'm gonna see in 3D. Mm-hmm. Um, see, I think movies like that. If it's something yeah. like I, like it's that, that's Batman. my movie. That that's something I care about. You know. Yeah. Then I'll at least try it in 3D so I make sure I don't miss it. Yeah. But um, see, I'm with Christopher Nolan in that the greater experience is actually IMAX. And if something has been filmed in IMAX for – did anybody see The Dark Knight Returns in IMAX, that plane no. scene? No, we were trying. Okay. When well, I saw it. I saw Dark Knight Rises in IMAX and the plane scene when Bane captures that airplane yeah. Yeah. was astonishing. Really? I mean it blew my mind. I saw an Inception in IMAX – because parts of that were filmed in IMAX. I mean, you can imagine that Dude, just seeing the buildings. Amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's astonishing. Um, hmm. I'm really hoping Pacific Rim parts Dude. of it were filmed in IMAX. <gasps> so because so what could be better than monsters and robots fighting in IMAX? Nothing. Um, and, okay, who would want to see that one in 3D? I would like to Me. see it. Yeah. If it's, I wouldn't. Not the first I time. See it. No, if not the first time, but the second time. Yeah. I'm game for 3D. If it's as, once they start making them an actually good 3D, because they haven't really done one that's been. Well, amazing. they've been doing a lot of post conversion. Yes. Which doesn't look as good. That's where right. they film it, then turn it to 3D like, instead of filming it in 3D. Jurassic Park. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Go ahead, Miran. Oh, uh, but just once they start doing it very well in 3D, you know, then I'll start. Risking it more, but until then, I'm gonna see it first in 2D and yeah. then try it. And I won't do it for a lot of movies, no, because I don't want to waste the money yeah. until I know they've perfected it. Yeah. The, the only reason I would splurge on 3D the first time is if it's like towards the end of its run and like you don't have a lot of money. So if you want to, because you can't really see it in 3D at your home, you can, but you have to buy a special type of TV and blah blah. You blah. have to wear the glasses. You have to wear the glasses. Yeah. So if if you go see it in 3D, just bite the bullet and do it, and you could like it, then yeah. you can watch it in 2D well, on the internet. Later. I'm thinking about something else practical. Mirad and I both wear glasses, so yeah. for you, isn't it annoying does. to wear oh, the the 3D glasses? When I wear my glasses, it's it gives me a headache. Annoying. It actually. takes away my yeah. Bethany hates it because it gives her a headache too. I get a really bad headache. Um, so usually I won't. I have to go see it in 2D first, make sure it's worth it. And yeah. then if I go see it in 3D, I end up hating it because I have a headache the entire time. Um, but, but I do it anyway. Something else that's happened with movies, moving past the 3D thing, um, is movies are becoming available to download yeah. the same day they come out in the theater. And I think with what you can do with the home theater now, I think some movies, it's worth it. Um, yeah. Because some movies you aren't yeah. even looking for the big experience. Like, Luke, you were talking about watching movies. I watch a few movies in my Kindle, but most of them are documentaries. Yeah. yeah. Um, if I want to watch something, though, that's like, not escapism, but just total, yeah. Meredith has to run. So Bye, and we're about to close Bye. up. So. Bye, team. Yeah. But if, you know, I. Uh, maybe she'll be back in a year. Yeah, it's been a Bye. You know, I, I, I prefer, you know, to go see a movie in the theaters that's more a work of art. Yeah, like where where you go there for the actual film itself, not so much, um, not so much the fighting or the physical, you know, like the big spectacular stuff. Well, maybe. something I I think I said this earlier, but it's a feast for the eyes. Something yeah, an where experience. Yeah. yeah, an experience. Like, that's a good, yeah. Um, they also have D box now where the seats move and stuff. Do you guys know oh, about that's, that? That's no, awesome. we'll do it sometime. Luke. Um, Meredith says it's stupid. Um, and I also want to bring up this: Who here has been to the Alamo Draft House? Yes, I yes. haven't. Okay, um, 
Luke, I need to take you, but Jack the Draft fun. House, if you're going to do a theater, that's oh. the type of experience you need oh, to do. Oh, it's so great. Where you can get just about anything you want to eat. Pretty they much. They make their own milkshakes, like have all sorts of specialty stuff. Big comfy seats. Um, they tell people blatantly, don't talk or we're going to kick you out. No refund. I love it. Put your so- cell phone away or Put we're going to kick you out. Put your kid in the lobby. Put your kid in the lobby. They have baby days. You know that? They actually, really? for awesome. people that have babies, they have uh, – it's called baby days. It's in like the middle of the afternoon. And you're encouraged to bring your noisy child. Oh, okay. Like, it's brilliant. Everything about the draft house yeah, works for me. I'm glad because... I went and saw um, Monty Python and the Holy Grail there. Yeah. I mean, it was fantastic. It quote along? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Those yeah. are a lot of fun. It was fantastic. Um, I have a regret with the Amadash house. They do have some problems. No, 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 okay, no, no, I'll no, admit no, that. Not, yeah. Not, I'm not going okay. there. They had a special, the little event they were doing about Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. Where they did... They showed all three movies. Yeah. And they served what they were having... In the movie. In the movie, yep. And so you're eating along exactly what they're eating, eating along with the movie. And it was, I didn't go because it was pricey. It was yeah. It's a lot of food and a lot of movie time. Maybe when Desolation of Smog comes out. Don't. I might want to do Stop the Desolation of Smog. I might, yes, save Smog. Luke smog. has a save Smog campaign yes. on Twitter. Smog didn't know <laughs> the dwarves uh, think and feel. <laughs> he thought they were little ants. He just—he thought he, he was did just very well. What he was doing? No, he didn't. No, dragons he... are very smart. Yeah, well, when we do a Lord of the Rings episode, we'll we'll talk about this. Yeah, okay. But um, save smog. And Jackie brought up an interesting point. Um, if there's an old movie you love, go see it on a big screen. Oh yeah, because a lot of times it it's a very rewarding experience. I went and saw um, uh, Star Wars Episode One. On you're the likes that I, I know <laughs> I know and then I went and saw Jurassic Park. You want to hear a cool draft house thing? Like, um, oh my gosh! They did a screening where you watched it in a pond on inner tubes on a floating screen, and there were scuba divers underneath pulling on people's legs and stuff. Are you serious? How cool would that, that sounds be? Awesome. That's awesome. What? Okay, that sounds really they, weird. They put the screen up on. I don't think it was inflatable. Actually, I think they put it at the end of the pond, and you. You paid to sit in an inner tube in the middle of the pond and watch the movie, and they had scuba divers in the pond pulling on people's legs. Oh, like, like for Jurassic Park? It was Jaws. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that makes more sense. How, awesome. how cool would that I'd be? I'd probably die of a heart attack. I know. But, yeah. but still, talk about a way to watch a movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that's, that's there's something cool about, and they all the time they'll show scary movies in old houses and stuff, stuff like that. Anyways, um, and I, I, I'm a big believer in. Take a night, once every three months, get some friends together, have food that goes with the movie, have, you know, get have your lighting mo- right. Have a movie theme. Ha- have, have everything set up to a theme, you know? Uh, watch Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs and have a buffet, you know? Of meatballs. Like, of, well, no ice, ice cream. cream. Yeah, 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 ice cream. And gummy bears. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, anyways, I, there's plenty more I could talk about, but I think we've covered it well. Yeah. And, and made a case that... Um, Hopefully, I think a lot of our listeners are, but but spread the word that um, art needs to be appreciated. It doesn't need to be downloaded and you watch five seconds on YouTube and be like, yeah, I saw that movie or just, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, YouTube's a terrible experience. Yeah, I, but just um, things are, are too getting too small and too fast to appreciate some art, in my opinion. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, so I'm hoping that we don't always look to that. Bigger and better works when it comes to art sometimes. So um, closing thoughts on 
I feel good. I, you know what? I feel relieved, Luke, that we had this conversation. Yeah, because I've been this wanting, is one of your pet peeves. It's it, it a bit of a pet peeve, but also just um, I think people can appreciate what they like even more. Yeah. Go, um, to, the, go to the movies. Yeah. Go to the, go just to go, the movies. Go to well, the movies. I think to encompass all of that is just take time to experience it and to enjoy it. Right. Yeah, whatever you have to do. Well, and let me tag onto that too, Luke. Um don't waste time on stuff that's just okay or you don't like. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Take time to really enjoy the things you know you you love. Yes, um, exactly. Because I got into a stage where I tried to watch just about every TV show on Netflix. And I was like, oh, you know yeah, what? Yeah. I'd rather just watch Two. one show that I'm really into. Oh, exactly. Than, yeah. Best show you know, ever? Psych. <laughs> we're going to do a highlight on Psych I sometime. I think I watch that on Netflix like six times a year. Yeah. Let's go through the whole of the seasons. Um, wow. And I know plenty of people. I There's a few books that I've read uh, – five or six times and definitely movies that I've seen. Good God. Who knows how many times, but <laughs> we need to wrap up. So right. thank you so much for Goodbye. listening. Uh, we'll have highlights come out all during July and we'll be, I won't be back to record until the very end of July, but hopefully you'll hear my voice for too long. Thank you. Follow us on Twitter at created. Listen. Goodbye everyone. Bye. Bye. Peace out.